this is Carrie, Fullerton Professional Organizing, and today I'm talking to you about a lot of cleaning hacks. Um, some of them I've heard of before, some of them you may have heard before, um, but we're going to go through them and hopefully they are helpful for you. Um, the first idea that I had never heard of before was the oven. If you put something in the oven like a pie and it drips, to go ahead and put salt on it, um, and then once the oven cools, they say you can just scrape it off. Um, I have not tried that yet. And then you just wipe down the salt uh, that's left over, or in her case, this uh, these tips come from Jill Koch, and she says, uh, you know, use a little hand vac to vacuum up the salt, but to me, that's just a lot of extra work. I'd put salt on it, let it cool, scrape it up, and then go wipe it down with a soapy rag and get that cleaned up. Um, now, uh, let's see, what else? Caring for cutting boards. She says sprinkle it with salt and use a half of a lemon to scrub it because that salt gets into all those little cuts on the wooden cutting boards. Well, the plastic ones too. And, and, and it, uh, this helps clean into any cuts on the board and it's a natural and it's simple. Then just wash as usual in the sink. And uh, she says never put them in the dishwasher. Um, removing stains from stainless steel pots and pans. She says you can easily remove them with vinegar use a straight solution or dilute it with a little bit of water. Uh, you'll notice that the stain lifts pretty immediately and then wash the pots as usual. Um, she says cleaning a messy microwave. Now I've heard this one before. Um, in, putting a cup of water and boiling that in the microwave. Uh, putting lemon juice in there. Uh, take one to two cups of water. If it's really bad, try vinegar and a drop of lemon, a few slices of lemon. Heat for five minutes. It's supposed to loosen up all the stuff and the gunk in the microwave and make it easier to wipe down with uh, a rag and soapy water. Uh, dishwater cleaning. Do the same thing. Just put that bowl of uh, water or, I mean, vinegar and lim or lemon juice in the dishwasher. Let it run. Uh, let's see. Fill a bowl with vinegar and place on the top rack and run a regular cycle without dishes inside. This will help loosen stuck on brine that accumulates from food particles and leave your dishwasher sparkling clean. And don't forget to clean your filter. 
Um, I'm not sure my dishwasher has a filter, but if yours does, there's a good tip there. And now we're talking about those grimy vents above the stove. And in my case, my air fryer. So I was really glad to hear this tip. I'm going to try this tip. Uh, it says, don't forget to clean the vents above your stove. She uses a product called Sal Sud, but I think I'm going to use the homemade make a paste with the baking soda and dish soap and apply that all over the and then scrub it with a toothbrush. I think I'm going to try that. I ha have washed them in uh, my soapy water. Um, and I've used a scrub brush, but I'm hoping that this baking soda and dish soap will work a lot better because hers in her video was shiny clean. It looked brand new. So if it'll get those brand new, you should let me know in the comments if you've tried it and if it makes yours look brand new or not. Um... And if you want to get all the nastiness off of your produce, uh, use vinegar again in a bowl. Then, and you can also add some baking soda. Of course, if you add too much baking soda to the vinegar, it's gonna it's gonna foam up and bubble over. So be careful with that. It says, vinegar to the rescue again. Place your produce in a bowl and fill with water. Oh, maybe that's why it didn't bubble over. Until it's till the fruits are covered and vegetables are covered. Then add in a hefty splash of vinegar, about a cup, if you're measuring. You can do just that or add a sprinkle in of baking soda for extra cleaning power maybe about a half a cup or more. Let that sit for at least 10 minutes. Boy, who has 10 minutes to let your fruits and vegetables sit though before you start cooking? I don't know, maybe just do it right after you get through grocery shopping and then put them in a storage uh, container until you're ready to use them. Or go ahead and chop them up <laughs> and put them in baggies. Um, but then easy for your sink. Now I have used this idea in my sink. Um, you pour baking soda down in the drain. Make sure that it's going really good down in the, to the drain. And then you pour in some vinegar. Let that sit. Um, this is the part that I never really knew, but it says try one cup of baking soda topped with one cup of vinegar. I never really knew the portions or the timing. Let it sit for about five minutes, then rinse with really hot water. In my case, what happens is for some reason, my sink starts to get clogged up. So I use this wait five minutes, and then I go ahead and put boiling water down the drain, and that clears it right up because the baking soda and the vinegar kind of cut the grease that accumulates in the pipes, and then that hot water just kind of washes it, melts it, 
away. It's, it's all three of those together that works. I have done that. Um, now, if you have a real severe case, you may use the Drano, but use this first because you may not need the Drano. Um, cleaning coffee makers. I have heard this. Matter of fact, I want to tell you a funny. It wasn't a funny story for my manager at the time, but I had heard this tip and was very, very determined. And sometimes when I get things in my head that I think are better things to do, I, I get very stubborn. But um, I my very first job was at Burger King. Now I started out doing the birthday parties and dressed as Garfield. That was what I was hired to do. Then we got a new manager and she wanted me to do everything plus that. And then somehow I, I, I don't know, we, I wasn't doing parties. I don't know. But anyway, um, I heard that you could use vinegar to clean the coffee maker. So I put in a whole pot of vinegar in the coffee maker at Burger King to give it a really good cleaning. Um, and found out later that the way their coffee maker was set up, or at least this is what they told me, it already had water in it. So when I poured the vinegar in there, it just, it, now mixed with the water that was already piped into the coffee maker so it didn't uh, we couldn't just run the coffee maker two times and get the vinegar out we had to run the coffee uh, maker through and we had to really work hard to get all of that vinegar out of the coffee maker because it was connected to a water system and I put the vinegar in there and it mixed in with the water uh, to make the coffee and it was a disaster but <laughs> at home you don't have to worry about that you make a full pot of vinegar let it go through your coffee pot make two more pots with just water it rinses all of that vinegar out because you didn't mix it in with the water that's going to make the coffee. You're just cleaning the coffee pot. And then you can, after running clear water through twice, you can go back to making coffee. But I thought you would like that funny story. Me trying to be extra, extra clean at Burger King and thinking that it really needed to be done and being stubborn and, and doing it despite the fact that I was told, eh, don't do it. <laughs> and then finding out later why they told me not to do it. Um, you know, when it comes to making things clean, sometimes I feel like I have to do what I have to do to get things clean. Um, so that's a little funny story about that on one of my first jobs. Um, now, so, okay, now the next thing she has is removing coffee stains or any stains from your coffee mugs. She says, try cleaning with a little salt and lemon. You can add in baking soda and the stain, uh, if it's really badly stained, it should come up. 
uh, cleaning greasy cabinets. Now, here is her suggestion, and I'll tell you what I do. I think what I do is super, super easy, but you do what you think is best. What she likes to do is, if you have a greasy cabinets in the kitchen, if you have um, that cell suds again, that's what she uses um, to wash them down. If not, try making a paste of baking soda and coconut oil. I don't know, but that's her idea. Work the mixture into the cabinets with a cloth, then rinse and wipe clean with a new cloth and warm water. Okay, here's what I do. Okay, this is my idea. This is not her idea, although her idea is great. I have a, I bought, I have a Swiffer that I use for my floors. And I went to Dollar Tree and bought the Dollar Tree Swiffer. I got a handle. And the other part, it's separate. And I use the, uh, it's not the Swiffer or wet cloths. It is a pad, a cleaning pad for it. So it really did cost me $3 at Dollar Tree because I had to buy every single thing separate. But the Swiffers are more expensive even. Uh, even though they may only be six to nine, ten, I don't know how much a Swiffer is anymore because I use the Swiffer for my regular mopping and I just use the $3. What I do is I got the real fluffy one for dust. I make some soapy water and I wet that mop in that soapy water. And because it's uh, that fluffy, fluffy um, cleaning cloth, I scrub the fronts of all of my cabinets using that mop with the mop handle. I don't have to bend over. I'm re reaching. I don't have to, you know, everything. I can reach everything and I can clean them really good. And because it's that fluffy material, it gets into all the little crevices and little creases that decorative that are on the cabinets. And I clean that really good. Now, there have been times I've waited and didn't notice really hard, sticky stuff that has um, dried up on my cabinets. In those cases, on the dirtier ones, the ones near where I cook, uh, those are sometimes dirtier and have hard, some stuff that have dripped and hardened up on there before I get to it. Um, that... I will spray with a all-purpose cleaner. And by time I get to those cabinets, I will do those last. By time I get to those cabinets, it's all softened up and I can just clean it and it's not a problem at all. Now, um, and it works so well and I'm not as tired. Uh, my back isn't hurting. Uh, I, I'm. It doesn't take but maybe five minutes to do when I do it that way. Even if I have to spray all of the cabinets down with an all-purpose cleaner and then wa uh, wet soapy water on there, I can clean it all. And even if I think I've left too much cleaner on those cabinet fronts, I can go back with 
a clean cloth and um, and wipe up all the soapy water or the cleaner. My cabinets stay clean because it doesn't take but seconds or minutes for me to clean them that way. And then I don't mind cleaning them as often. When before I thought of this idea, and these are great for the shower as well. You can use those in the shower. Um, I have one in every bathroom because I didn't want to buy a Swiffer for every bathroom. Um, and then I have the extra one just for my cabinet fronts because you can use them in your bathroom cabinets as well. Um, and they never touch the floor. They're only for the fronts of your cabinets. And, uh, and matter of fact, you might even be able to use, I don't know if you can use the Swiffer cloths because they probably slide around too much and I, I wouldn't do that. But uh, maybe even putting the, um, what are those microfiber cloths? Maybe a microfiber, if I can talk, a microfiber cloth may even work. I don't know. This was simpler for me because it just Velcroed right on to those things. And it, I mean, you couldn't really beat it from Dollar Tree. You just couldn't beat it. $3 and you have an extra mop that you can use just for your shower stalls and your cabinet doors. It, it's great. Um, <clears throat> all right. So now let me go move on to the next. A streak-free stainless steel refrigerator. Use baby oil and then just turn the rag over and dry it off. I mean, and wipe off the extra. Go with the grain of the uh, stainless steel. I don't know what happened to my refrigerator, but it's all stained. I have not been able to get any of those stains out. When it was brand new, I bought a stainless steel cleaner to clean and I could never get the first water stains off that at all. I have never been able to get those stains off. So I don't know what you do. <clears throat> Maybe you guys have it all down, but for me, the first time I needed to clean the refrigerator, it was already stained. So I have a brand new bottle of that stainless steel cleaner. I've used baby oil. I've used everything. So I, I have a feeling the front of my refrigerator is made out of some cheap old product. I don't know. I don't know. It's stained and I can't get the water stains out. Maybe I waited too long. Maybe it has to be cleaned daily. But anyway, this is her suggestion uh, for that. Uh, cleaning narrow water bottles. Just put some rice in there with some soap and water or vinegar. She says, add some rice water and a few squirts of dish soap. Shake around and the rice will work to clean the inside with the soap and water. All right, now cleaning your kitchen sink. Uh, sprinkle baking soda, 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 baking soda in your sink. Next, drizzle some dish soap or she says Castile soap. I've heard a lot of people mention Castile soap <clears throat> and top 
on top and work all around with a scratch resistant sponge to clean the insides of your sinks. Um, and then you can use a detailing brush to clean the drain and the rubber rim of the garbage disposal if you have one. Um, spray with vinegar and rinse. Bathroom cleaning hacks. Um, keep a washcloth. I keep a little square piece of sponge uh, next to my sink in a pretty little bowl. I know it's still ugly, but seeing the sponge there in that pretty little bowl at least reminds me to just use it every time I use the sink. Um, but she has a little rag. She has a hook inside of her cabinet that she uses to clean her sink and the countertops. And then she washes that rag once a, a week. Um, so she keeps that washcloth to clean up sink messes. Uh, I use a command hook inside the cabinet door to hang the washcloth. Uh, shower walls. She says, I just use a Swiffer with a damp microfiber cloth on the end. This method works for cleaning walls in general too. For those that clean your, uh, your walls. Um, toilet brush cleaning. After using your toilet brush, now she uses a rubber uh, rubber toilet brush. I did not find that those cleaned my toilets. I had the rubber toilet brushes and I didn't think that they cleaned my toilets good enough. So I went back to the regular scrub brush ones that, you know, that everybody has for their toilets. Um, I went back to those because we have hard water or we have mineral deposits, whether it's hard water or not, it's mineral deposits and they collect and they clog up the little holes when you flush your, your toilet. So I need to be able to really get that clean. So I'm going to read to you what she does. Uh, and then we'll go and then you can keep in mind what I just said. Uh, she says after cleaning and flushing, Flush a second time and rinse the toilet brush in the clean water. Tap off the excess, then sandwich it between the seat. And then put a spray it with rubber alcohol or spray it with hydrogen peroxide. Uh, then let it sit for 30 seconds if it's rubbing alcohol, 10 minutes if it's hydrogen peroxide to give it enough time for the disinfectant, then just let it drip dry over the toilet. Now, for those hard water rings in the toilet, you have to use a pumice stone. And I've used that on mine here um, because my kids had a, struggled with flushing and cleaning the toilet well. So when they moved out, I. Well, we've bought a new toilet since then, but the old toilet, I had to use those stones to get all those stains out quite often. But here's what she does cleaning under the rim where all those little holes are in the toilet when you flush. And this is why I had to go back to a scrub brush. But maybe if you do this super, super often, maybe this works. But for me, I don't... 
enjoy this method at all. So, and you'll find out why. Um, what she does is she has those rubber gloves with the little bristles on it and she puts soap on the on her hand with those gloves on and the little soft bristles and she goes in and cleans with, underneath that rim with her hand in those gloves i just don't want to do that so i have a real good scrub brush and um it works fine for me all right cleaning the mirrors she says you don't even you need a product to clean your mirrors just a white wet um microfiber cloth to wipe down the mirror turn it over and dry the mirror just grab two microfiber cloths make one wet and wipe with that then dry with a dry one you can even use rubbing alcohol if you prefer shining chrome fixtures now i no longer have chrome fixtures because i hated all the little water spots i have nickel so that you can't see the water spots um, but the solution is rubbing alcohol it's a great for shining chrome fixtures all right quick and easy cleanups soap dispensing brush is her favorite gadget for the bathroom because it's already got the soap and then you can just scrub away um, what I have is Dawn dishwashing soap, the power washer, and I added bleach to it. And I have a scrub brush in my shower. And so I try to do that right when I, before I get out of the shower. Well, I spray it before and it's not, I don't put a lot of bleach in there and it's Dawn dishwashing liquid. So it's, there's not a whole bunch of fumes. So I can spray that down when I get in the shower, take my shower, and then um, scrub it down with that brush. Uh, you can use, but she suggests that for quick cleanups as sink or tub, and it just takes a few minutes. Um, dusting tips. Try a damp dusting. She says, don't use any product for dusting. Just use a damp cloth and then a dry cloth. And it should, uh, that's all that you need. Um, or, and if you want it to shine up, just use a little coconut oil or jo, jo, jojoba. Anyway, some oil, <laughs> coconut oil. Um, and dusting electronics, she just suggests a cough coffee filter or microfiber cloth uh, cleaning floor vents she says just take those vents put them in a dishwasher she suggests using the dishwasher for disinfecting toys as well uh, dusting light fixtures she says uh, let's see if you hate trying to dust the small parts of light fixtures with a cloth ditch it and put on a fleece or cotton glove on your hand. It allows you to easily dust the tight spaces in small areas as well as the light bulb. Um, hack for cleaning blinds. You know, get those tongs, put some socks 
and go in between those blades. Uh, naturally boost laundry. Add a half a cup of washing soda to the drum before adding in clothes. It's great for hard water and can be used as a stain remover and has a lot of other cleaning uses all over the home. And for natural fabric softener and deodorizer, add one, two, a, a cup of vinegar for fabric soft, oh, use a cup of vinegar or two for fabric softener. Now, natural residue remover, like if you're taking a sticker off of something, you can use a blow dryer and the heat will allow you to take those stickers off, but sometimes it still leaves the sticky residue. So she says, um, remove with a hair dryer works great. Make a paste of baking soda and coconut oil. And then lemon essential oil will work as well. And it takes all the sticky residue off. Um, she says the spray nozzles from cleaning bottles, those will fit on your hydrogen peroxide bottles and your rubbing alcohol bottles. And those are great disinfectants and they're very inexpensive. And they're not, and other than the hydrogen peroxide, they're not like bleach. They don't have that real toxic smell and um, they don't, they're, they're not gonna bleach things as easily as Clorox bleach. But they will lighten up your fabrics if you use hydrogen peroxide. Um, on uh, your furniture, if you have stains, you can use the baking soda Take a 16 ounce bottle of peroxide and add in one teaspoon of baking soda and one teaspoon of Blue Dawn dish soap. And you can use that as a spot remover on your furniture. But you do have to be careful um, because that can bleach your furniture fabric. Uh, it will use a power, uh, when it dries, you will see a white residue once it's dry and you can just vacuum that up because that's the baking soda. Um, easily clean grout by using paste, using the cream of tartar, in, if you have cream of tartar, and lemon juice. Baking soda and peroxide also works, and just eyeball it until it's like a paste, and you can use that on your grout in your kitchen. Okay, that was a lot of information. That is 30 minutes of information. But you know what? I'm going to go ahead and do a little review real quick, just in case I went too quickly. Um, but this is Jill Koch. She, she shares her favorite tried and true cleaning hacks. She's on Instagram and YouTube, no, she has a blog and a YouTube called Jill Comes Clean, and I will put that in the description box. Jill shares her favorite tried and true cleaning hacks to making cleaning easier using simple ingredients. 
Never put cutting boards in the dishwasher. It can cause them to warp and crack. Jill says, if there's a good hack out there that will save us time and money, I'll find it because let's face it, we want a tidy, clean home, but we don't want to spend all our time achieving it. Uh, she says, to clean the burnt on messes in the oven, sprinkle salt on it, leave it until it cools, scrape with a spatula and vacuum out the remaining salt. If that doesn't work, add some baking soda and vinegar and scrub with a scratch resistant sponge. To clear a clog in the sink, pour in one cup of baking soda and one cup of vinegar and let it sit for five minutes, then rinse with hot water. I believe in the boiling water, but if you're going to do this as a habit at once a week, you may never need to use the boiling water. To clean bottles with a narrow neck, rice, water, soap, dish soap, and swoosh it around. After cleaning the toilet, rinse the toilet brush with a second flush, tap off the brush, sandwich it between the base seat to dry, and squirt the brush with alcohol or peroxide while it dries. Use a coffee filter to dust the electronics and the interior of your car. Put old socks on the ends of tongs to clean your blinds. For a natural laundry booster, add one half cup of washing soda. That's washing soda, not baking soda, but I think both will work. To the drum of the washer before adding water. Add one half cup of vinegar to the softener, the water softening department compartment for a natural alternative to fabric fabric softener. And then in the dryer, you can use tennis balls in the dryer instead of dryer sheets. And you can also use that tennis ball to get scuff marks off of uh, things. Make your own stain remover by mixing 16 ounce bottle of peroxide, one teaspoon of baking soda, and one teaspoon of Blue Dawn dish soap. Test first in a small area to make sure it doesn't turn it white. And the last review tip is to make a homemade grout cleaner, make a paste of cream of tartar, lemon juice. Apply the paste to the grout and let it sit for 30 minutes. Wipe up with a cloth or uh, with a wash rag. Alright guys, that was 34 minutes of cleaning tips. I hope they are very useful to you during this month of December to get your kitchen clean and ready for the holidays. And I will see you on the next podcast tomorrow. Thank you for watching.